pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Halftime brought to you by Hearth Cigars and Pipes Lounge just off 680 and 48th Street next to Cubbies. It's Hearth Cigars and Pipes Lounge. All right, the radio voice of the Super Bowl, Kevin Harlan's coming up at about 9.30. You're making your Super Bowl plans. You either be going to a party or you like to watch the game in peace and quiet. Especially if your team is playing. Eagles or the uh, Chiefs. Uh, we'll have uh, much more coming up over the last, next couple of days on the uh, Super Bowl right here on the uh, Zone. Is that what you'll be doing? The peace and quiet option? Yeah, yep. what are you doing? Yep, not watching yep. it with anybody. Right. I respect uh, that. Understandable. Uh, probably... Uh, we'll watch it with uh, Rachel. Well, yeah, because she's used to when I watch yeah. Chief games, and they're either in person or on TV. So you know, I mean, I do some different things. Sure. So I don't want to be around people. No, I totally I, yeah. understand it. Yeah. Totally understand that. Uh, the Super Week here on the uh, Zone brought to you by the NDOT Highway Safety Office and Dollar General Distribution Center. In Blair, Brandon Vogel at the uh, bottom of the hour. Scott Chanley as well. Last night, LeBron James breaks the all-time scoring record on a bad Laker team. Kobe Bryant, bad Laker team when he was breaking records in his last year. Isn't longevity miserable? We we get excited for our athletes that play a long time, and especially athletes that play with your particular team for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like George Brett, glad he was always a Royal. Joe Maurer, glad he was always a twin. And how long they played, and they played with one team. And especially now, this day and age, where free agency is more prevalent. You know, guys jump around. Uh, you know, we mentioned yesterday, Sue is on to his fifth NFL team in 13 years. But longevity can be miserable. LeBron breaks a record on a bad Laker team. Jimmy will remember this. Emmett Smith, when he broke Walter Payton's record, they lost. They were a five and eleven team in two thousand two. That was Awful a bad. Team. That was a bad Cowboy team. Led to Bill Parcells the year after. Um, Wayne Gretzky, when mm-hmm. Wayne Gretzky passed Gordy Howe, that was a bad Kings team in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. You remember how bad the Giants team was when Bonds broke the record? Yep. They were fourteen, fifteen games under five hundred at the time. That was not a very good team. Uh, even. Even, like, Greg Popovich. Then when Greg Popovich passed Don Nelson, that was a well below 500 San Antonio team. Yep. And, and, and Pop is still going at it. But what I'm, what I'm getting at is, look at longevity can be miserable. Yeah. Bobby Bowden. Bobby Bowden. Long career. Successful career. Mm-hmm. But look at the end. Yeah. When he was breaking records for wins, look where, I mean, Florida State all of a sudden was a 7-16. and 16. You know, Joe Paterno, even though 
even though the year that Paterno got axed, I think that Penn State team at the time when were they like eight and one? Yeah, they were pretty when good when Nebraska went to play yeah. there. That was a that was a Penn State team that was eight and one. But the year before, that Penn State team was not very good. Right. And you were starting to think, oh, Joe Pa doesn't have it. You know, the person that did it right was Tom Osborne. Yeah. Got out with the getting was good. Hang hang yeah. around, break records, and all of a sudden Nebraska football is six and six. Now I don't know that it would have ever gotten to that point with T.O., but longevity can be miserable. You 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 break records and you have a place in history, but you're on bad teams. Yeah. I would even say the year McGuire set the first, you know, when they surpassed Maris and you had, you know, the Cubs and the Cardinals going back and forth. What's always kind of forgotten in that season is Cardinals were very good. Cubs were, I think, like a 90-win team that year, but Cardinals weren't very good. And, you know, so you have that moment where it's like, okay, is this going to be meaningful for, like, you know, more excitement to come? And it's not. I mean, the Lakers aren't going anywhere. You see this a lot. Like, I would say it, it almost feels very rare that you get that sort of going out in a blaze of glory. Whether it's where you are in your career and you have that fortune of being with a good good organization that can provide you that moment. I always think of Peyton Manning. Like we know Peyton, you know, from a physical standpoint, was a shell of himself. But he was able to go out with another ring. Perfect timing for that. And he managed that Super Bowl too. Yeah. Just let the defense take care of you. But but in sports in general, like, yeah, I, th- I think there's there's always that you know, that need to come back. I mean, look, he didn't break any records this year, but as far as the look of this Tom Brady final season, he individually was fine. But that division, that team, it didn't scare anybody. Nobody was looking at like, oh man, this is, this is going to be tough. Look, I I get it. You, You know, you, you just get to a point where, and it was weird, and this is was just so reminiscent of watching Kobe's last game where he pours in 60 on a horrible team and goes all Kobe at the end too where he's just putting up shot after shot after shot and it's fallen. It was, again, it was a fitting end to a career, but it was a horrible team. Last night you're watching and counting down and so many new eyeballs are, are watching this game knowing that the Lakers aren't very good but they're going to watch to see when LeBron does this and very fitting that they lose that game last night. I, people that break records. Now there, there is the Peyton Mannings, there's the John Elways um, you know, that go out on top. Yeah, it's but rare, people though. that break records like records that are not meant to be broken mm-hmm. usually are on bad teams. Cal Ripken breaks a record that people thought would never be broken. Lou Gehrig's streak. So the night in 95 when he played in his 2,131st game, that was a about a 500 Baltimore team. Mm-hmm. And Cal Ripken was kind of, he was towards the end of his career. Longevity can be miserable. It is so rare to be like Walter Payton. So Walter Payton, when he broke Jim Brown's rushing record, that was a really good Bears team. Then you saw what happened the next year. Yeah. And it wasn't and then that Bears team continued to be pretty good for the next couple of years post eighty five. Mm-hmm. That is so rare. You get more I'm LeBron James breaking a record on a bad team more than you get Walter Payton yeah. is breaking a record on a team that is contending for a championship in your respective sport. Mm-hmm. It's but- just sometimes longevity can just just be miserable when you are one of the best and you're going to 
to break a record. Biasly speaking, because I can't leave him out of this discussion, David Robinson retired an NBA champion. I mean, he had MVP next to him and Tim Duncan, who at the end of his career, the Spurs were still winning. They had the best record in the league that year before they lost to the Thunder. However, he always said till the wheels fall off, he had one bad knee. By the end of that last year, he had two bad knees, and it was rough to watch because he was getting uh, two, three points sometimes in some games. There was one game he only scored one. Actually reminded me of Kareem, his final year, where his stat sheet was, I mean, Pat Riley would call plays just to get him in the book. I mean, it's it can be rough to watch your heroes at the end, and then if they're on losing teams, uh, even more so. Yeah, I mean, good moment last night. I'm glad they stopped the game. They stopped the game for McGuire. You know, they have the, the famous picture of him and Sammy Sosa celebrating yeah. the home run record. Um, they've stopped it for other things. Um, they stopped it last night. I kind of I thought maybe the speech was a little bit much. They could have saved that for after the game. Yeah. But I'm glad that they stopped the game and they honored the accomplishment. Anything like that, though, in my book, will never top the night of Cal Ripken at Camden Yards. So once it became official that he played, you know, the game was official and it mm-hmm. counted as another start for or another game played for uh, Cal Ripken. I mean, I, I think that is one of the best celebrations in sports because, first of all, you know how much it meant to Cal Ripken. He had played his entire career in that uniform, yeah. and that was his town. And then for him to run around the track, mm-hmm. you know, celebrating with the fans, now that was really, really cool. I mean, could we have seen LeBron last night run around and, you know, all the people that paid – you know, hundred thousand right. dollars to sit courtside. He, right. he shaked. No, he did go over to like what Jay Z. Yeah. Some of the other celebrities. Did he get over to Denzel? I don't know if he did. I did not uh, see that. Or yeah. uh, Shannon Sharp, who you could not miss last night. <laughs> I'm just glad he kept his. He was on his best behavior. Yeah, he's nice. Yeah, it's. You made me think of the Joe Paterno one of when he got win number four oh nine in that team because I that was his last win, and. That team, you're right, because when they lost Nebraska, I think that was a, their second loss. But that team wasn't great. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't like you know some of your better Penn State teams. So even with the record was okay. Yeah, you weren't looking at that Penn State team. It was like, oh, this is one of his better ones too. And that, there was. You, know, you could see Penn State. I mean, There's a reason that a couple of you know separate occasions that they suggested yeah. Joe Pa. It's time to it's time to hang it up because that program, uh, you know. Overall, what its standard was when it came to, again, on the field product was declining under Joe Paterno. And yeah, it's, you brought up Bobby Bowden too. Like, it's just, it's rare when you have a coach like Tom Osborne that is able to end on that, that note with the program where it was. But yeah, last night. Because you're not going to pay much attention to the Lakers from, from no, here on out. No. You didn't, after Bonds broke the record. Unless you were a Giants fan or a Bonds fan, you probably didn't pay much attention to the Giants the rest of the right. way. I mean, Jimmy, when Emmett Smith broke the record in Dallas in 02, did you pay much attention, as much attention as you would as a Cowboy fan after he broke the record? I did only because it was just a miserable experience to watch the games. But I don't mm-hmm. remember a lot of the games after, other than the fact that it was sort of the Pat Summerall farewell tour because that particular year... Pat was only doing mostly Cowboys games. It was the year after he and John Madden broke up, I guess, if you will. And they were they were hard to watch. Those three seasons, uh, Troy Aikman also went out on a 5-11 and team in 2000, but they were awful. If you go back and look, it's actually a miracle they were 5-11 and because they were a bad, bad team. 
but even so, so McGuire, you were probably watching the Cardinals just to see where he would like where the number would finally be set. Yeah. Uh, but as far as anything, you know, that had any postseason implications, you already knew that. That I mean, even when he surpassed Roger Maris, you knew that. Well, that's yeah. that's yeah. completely secondary. Yeah, because they were, as you alluded to, there were. I think Cardinals maybe finished a couple games over five hundred. The Cubs did win ninety. Yeah, they made that, playoffs that was in the year, That was the year the Astros ran away with that division. Yeah. The Astros were like a hundred and two win team. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then Kevin Brown that happened season. in the uh, LDS. Yeah. Uh, coming up, Brandon Vogel from Hale Varsity will uh, join us. Uh, the eighteen ninety initiative just announced a new relationship with Nebraska baseball. So they are taking mm-hmm. care of football, volleyball, and now baseball at uh, Nebraska. Didn't say anything about basketball there. Then. Interesting. Oh, well, that's the the other collective. Um, but uh, for baseball, that's a that's a bonus for uh, Will Bolt because they have to compete against major league money at mm-hmm. times. Yep. All right. Brandon Vogel is going to uh, join us uh, next. Scott Chanley and then Kevin Harlan in about an hour. You'll hear Kevin and the entire Westwood One crew on Sunday right here on the Zone for Super Bowl Fifty Seven between the Chiefs and the Eagles. And Kevin Harlan is going to be very biased, and that's okay because he's a former voice of the Kansas City Chiefs prior to Mitch Holtis. That's okay. They had Wayne Larrabee, Kevin Harlan, and now Mitch Holtis. You talk about a franchise that's been blessed in that department. That's 40 years of just amazing broadcasting. First time I met Kevin Harlan, he was doing Missouri basketball against Drake at Vets Auditorium. <laughs> and and that's the only reason I knew of Kevin Harlan that. because I listened to um, – 980 out of Kansas City because they mm-hmm. had a big stick at the time. And in Des Moines, you know, it was a kid that wanted to be in radio. I was a little kid and I listened and he had the great voice. And so when Mizzou played at Drake, all I wanted to do was to go meet him. And I actually got his autograph on a Drake Bulldog program. Really? Yeah. Wow. Huh? Way to bury the lead. That's a great story. Yeah. Probably not going to share that. That was probably. Oh, come on. Aww. Do it. Probably 40 years ago. Hey, Kevin, you remember? You remember uh, that? Remember that when you awesome. were sitting in the little Catburg press box at Vets yeah. Auditorium? Yeah, I think we'll pass on that. We got other things to talk no. about. All right, B Vogue's coming next. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.